Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin. Welcome to another Millionaire Midnight Rent Podcast here. I am broadcasting from my bedroom here. Here's my view. And if you're following me at Wesley Million Dollar Virgin, well, I do these rants, these late night rants every night for you, for average men and women who want to be successful, who want to be able to manifest their dreams, and to basically to learn the esoteric secrets of how to navigate your life in a way that you get more of what you want and less of what you don't want, okay? And tonight here, we're going to talk about you can't win a marathon when you've never ran before, okay? I want you to tattoo that in the back of your heart, in the back of your mind for a second. You can't win a marathon when you've never ran, okay? And before I get started here, let me give everybody a shout out here. Hey, Donna Brady, how are you? Um, we have Roxanne, how are you? Roxanne, Kareem. Go ahead and comment your names below, folks. And if you're brand new to the rents, my name is Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin. I'm a young black man from Houston, Texas. I am a self-made millionaire. But I grew up pretty poor, pretty average like most people. But through determination and belief and patience and educating myself, I became a multi-millionaire. I'm currently worth over $40 million in the digital marketing space. And other than that, I'm a father and I have a great time with my life. And I just want to share that with others, such as yourself. I'm not here to motivate you nor to inspire you. I'm here to educate you. Okay, education is what's lacking in our society, in our world of people who want to develop outstanding lives. Okay. Hey, Nardine Charles, how are you? Money Mike Wynn, how are you, sir? Jessica, how are you? Pix, Monique, Farah, how are you? Okay. Dominique, Rosa Mary, as well. My pool, how are you, Sharon? Natural Solutions, Mulvaney. Phoebe, what's going on? Faye Valu. <laughs> These Instagram names are uh, absolutely insane here. Amina, how are you? Jessica Ocho. Ochawa. Okay. Um, Singh, how are you? Hey. All right, so let's go ahead and get right into it. And listen, feel free to like, share, and love this. Okay? If you want to show me some love, and you can always tag it to watch it later. Okay? Favorite it. Or you can share it as well. You can tag people below. I'm here to be very transparent with you, very direct, blunt. I'm very unfiltered on these rants, so if I use colorful language here, well, hey, if you don't like it, lead a fucking rant. I don't care, honestly. I'm here to be genuine with you, right? I'm here to let you know what it takes to be rich, what it takes to be able to manifest what you want, and what it takes to really become a part of the 1% of the world They get what they want. Does that make sense? How many of you, that's what you want? You want to be able to get what you want. You want to be able to travel when you want, go 
when you want, whenever you want, with whom you want to do it with. Does that make sense? Come at the word I do of this you. Well, I'm here to teach you how to do that. Okay. So the reason why the title is called You Can't Win a Marathon When You Never Ran, because most of you, you're trying to run a marathon when you've never walked around the track yet. Let me tell you a story. So I was leaving the gym today. I worked out for about two and a half hours because my Pilates trainer, she dragged me into the Pilates room and she worked me out a bit. I appreciate that. Shout out to Shaquille. But however, when I was driving home, I jumped into McLaren and I'm driving to the house. I saw this young man running. And you can tell, you can always tell when you see someone trying to exercise extra hard, you know, because I guess one day they looked at their body and they were very displeased or maybe the man was just rejected for so many years from women and he just feels insecure, doesn't have any confidence, and he lacks confidence. He, lacks, he has a very low self-image of himself. So I saw him running, and I saw him running hard, right? Up and down the sidewalk. And he was huffing and puffing and huffing and puffing. And you can tell at the same time he was running, when he would finish running a sprint, he would like kind of look at his body and just... You know, look at himself because almost almost like he was ex- expecting to see a change running up and down the sidewalk. And I thought about it, you know, and, I, and I, maybe I'm assuming, but it's like that young man, he was running so hard because he wanted that fat to diminish off his body immediately. And I mean, he was working hard. You can tell, you can almost tell that he... It's probably his second or third day because he was so tired. He was so exhausted. He was just, he was just huffing and puffing and forcing himself. And, you know, I can see the look on his face that he really wanted the fat to come off his body. And he really wanted to create or see some results here. And I thought about that for a second. I said, that's like most people. You know, not just in exercise with their business and with their life as well. Everybody, when they make a decision to do something to better their lives or to make progression, they tend to work very hard, right? They get in it, get in a brand new opportunity. You work hard at it, right? You do all the research, you get the website, start talking to people, telling people about your business doing research about your product and service. Um, you just start really working very, very hard. Same thing with the gym. When you get that first membership, I've seen this one young man. I mean, he's working out with a trainer, personal trainer and a Pilates trainer, like every day, every day, every day. And what tends to happen when you try to exert so much effort because what you want, right, is the money, the millions of dollars, or what you want is the body that you'll be very pleased with, you're gonna burn out. Just like Wesley Virgin, and if everybody, if you know me intimately or personally, you know that Wesley Virgin doesn't run. I got legs, but let me tell you something, God 
gave me these legs to walk, not to run. I don't run. I don't want to run. I have no desire to run ever, okay? And if I would go out tomorrow morning, if there was a marathon, and I begin to run that marathon, I'm going to pass out. I am not going to finish that marathon at all. As a matter of fact, I might not even get one mile done. Okay? And that's a lot of you. You're trying to run a marathon when you have never ran around the block. You're trying to make millions of dollars when you're not even making 10000 a month yet. You're trying to have these incredible body. You want to have abs and muscles and you want to look naked and you want people to compliment you and you want women to fawn over you. You want men to fawn over you as well. Right? But this is your first time picking up a weight. It's your first time on the treadmill. It's your first time doing a squat. But I want you to understand, and this is going to be very difficult for you to understand because of your insatiable need to succeed now that greatness mastery takes patience time cultivation does that make sense ladies and gentlemen okay if you try to go out there and say you know what man this y'all make a million dollars and you're not even making five thousand dollars you're gonna burn out you're gonna quit why? Because that young man that was running up and down that sidewalk like that, really pushing himself, he's not going to be able to sustain that. He'll do it for two days, maybe three days, maybe four days. On the fifth day, you're going to be like, man, my body's hurting. Man, I'm sore. Man, you know I hurt myself. <laughs> because he can't sustain that level of intensity in order for him to reach his goal. Listen, write this down. It doesn't matter how much you do. It only matters that you do what you can and you do it consistently. That's it. Which means is, say if you can only do one push-up. And that's all you can do. Well, you do one push-up every day for 365 days. That's 365 push-ups for the year. Say if you know that you need to read a book or read a chapter in self-development or in self-empowerment, you know, something to stimulate your mind so you can master something in your field. So say if you just read one page a day. That's 365 pages a day. Say if you read a chapter a day. That's 365 chapters in a year. Does that make sense, ladies and gentlemen, here? It doesn't matter how fast you are. It doesn't matter how much you do. What's important is that you do it. And you do it daily. Okay? This is why I'm rich. See, even what I'm doing right now, building my wealth and building my business and building my skill, I just ensure that I do something every day. Towards the progression of my life. I make sure I read something every day. I make sure I listen to a word every day. A new word. I ensure that I work out every day. I ensure that I work in my business every day. Like I have to do something. 
towards progression towards the progression of my dreams. So what I want you to do, and I know this goes against what you hear on the internet from other gurus here, but I want you to slow down. I want you to pace yourself. How you win a marathon is not trying to be the fastest man or fastest woman in the bunch. It's finding your pace. Some people will run faster than you. Okay? They have a faster pace. I can tell you another story. I went to my daughter's um, track meet the other day. She did. She won. She hit number one. She rocked it. Shout out to Denia. And it was the boys' turn. And I remember the boys had to do an 800 meter. And 800 meters is two times around the track. And it was a young man from their team. Like, she goes to um, school. And when the gun went off, this little boy, he took off. And when I say he took off full speed, he took off full speed. All right? I don't know if he was excited. But when I say he took off, he took off. And let me tell you something. But in about two to three hundred meters, that young man started to slow down. But he was number one. He was, man, he was in the lead. He was smoking them. He took off and he was just, man, you're like, oh, man, this kid, this kid is just killing it. But I don't know if he forgot that he has to run two times around this track and around 300 meters, homeboy started to feel it. You saw him huffing and puffing, and he was breathing hard. You can see him, right? <laughs> you have people in the stands say, man, you're moving too fast. And let me tell you something. Man, you can just see the decline. When it was time for him, when he crossed that 400 the first time, he had already three people pass him up. Pass him right by. When it was his turn to cross the finish line, he was the last person on the track. He was moving too fast. I want everybody to come with these words below. You got to pace yourself. Even in life, man, you just got to pace yourself. Everybody wants everything so badly. Everybody wants love. Yesterday. Everybody wants some money now. Everybody wants this gorgeous physique, the body now. Pace yourself. Right? It's like the story of the turtle. The tortoise, the turtle and the, uh, the rabbit. See, the rabbit is fast. But the rabbit got lazy. And the turtle, he understood his pace. He knew he wasn't fast as the rabbit, but he didn't care. What was important that he kept moving. And what I want you to understand is I want you just to keep moving. Do something every day towards the development and the mastery of your skill. Do something every day to the progression of it. And don't burn yourself out. Some of you can't work for five hours a day. Some of you are not going to put in 10 hours a day. Okay? You're just not going to do it. 
Like me, I work out for two hours at the gym. But I've been working out for 15 plus years, so I can do that. A brand new person that just started, they're not going to be able to do the two hours a day. Most people are not. Some, some very few will. But there's very few people that's going to be able to continue to work two hours a day when they've never worked out in their life. Many of you have never made a lot of money in your life. Many of you have never run a business in your life. And you're trying so hard to run this marathon. And you have never ran one time around the track. You never started a business and you're trying to make a million dollars. But you've never even started a business. Some of you are not even making 100000 a year. Pace yourself. Come at that word below, please. Pace yourself. Okay? Come at it again. Pace yourself. Somebody said, teach me. I am teaching you. Open your ears. Just pace yourself. Pay attention to what you're doing every single moment of your day. Pay attention to what you're doing. Like today, what did you do today? Did you just go to work today? Did you just go to school today? Did you play video games? Did you watch the basketball game? Watch the football game? Watch the soccer game? Did you hang out with friends today? Pay attention to what you're doing every day because what you're doing is going to add up to what is called your life. In two to five years, you're going to have a life. In two to five years, your life is going to be exactly based off the actions that you're putting forward right now. Like whatever you're doing right now, that is adding up. Okay? If you choose to be lazy and not work on your dreams, not to build your skill, not to work in your business, not to work on your body, well, I know what the next two and five years is going to look like for you. Okay? Write this down. Everything counts. I share this with my children as well. Tell them, I say, hey, listen. Listen, my lovely children. Everything that you do and everything that you don't do counts. Even when people can't see you. Like some of you are doing things in the shadow, right? You think no one knows. Well, I'm going to do this. No one knows. Right? <laughs> Some of you in the closet, you know, doing all your whatever you do that you don't want nobody to know about. But what I want you to understand is eventually who you are in the dark is going to be revealed to yourself. Not to the world, maybe, but to yourself. A person that eats unhealthy consistently, okay? People with a poor diet, within five years, they're going to be introduced to what is going to be called a very overweight, sluggish, lethargic, lazy-looking person. A person that mismanages their money. A person that spends more than they earn. A person that can't keep money in their bank account. Every time they get a check, they suspend it. Well, in two to five years, you're going to be a person that's just broke. It doesn't even matter how much money you make. 
You're going to be the person with the negative bank accounts. You're going to be the person that bounced the checks. You're going to be the person that always have $1,000 or less in your bank account, regardless of how much money that you make. Does that make sense? Write this down, ladies and gentlemen. Everything counts. Even what you're doing right now counts towards something. What you're doing right now is going to count towards the development of who you will become. When I was sleeping on that air mattress, listen up, please. When I was sleeping on that air mattress, okay, several years ago, in that little small apartment, I had to compel myself to be the man who I am today. Like, believe, believe it or not, I was becoming this man even though I had bills, I had bad credit, I couldn't pay the bills on time, I, I, I was making bad budgeting and money decisions, but I had to compel myself to do the things that were necessary for me to become who I am right now. I remember sleeping on the air mattress and going over my goals and dreams. I remember sleeping on the air mattress and watching my movies. I would watch movies of things that were opulent and rich and cars and homes and people that were travel around the world. I was on the air mattress and I remember reading the book Think and Grow Rich. Working to program my mind to think rich, to think like I had money, to think that I was succeeding, convincing myself or convincing my mindset that I was the person that I so desperately wanted to be. Does that make sense? On the air mattress. See, I had to realize that even though I was in that apartment by myself, with myself, what I would do or not do count. It made, listen, even when I made the decision to start to get out of my bed in the morning and jump out of my bed with enthusiasm, only I could see that. Nobody else. No one told me to get out of my bed with enthusiasm. No one told me to get out of my bed and actually be grateful and excited to start today. I had to compel myself to do that. Why? Because everything counts. Okay? It all counts. How you leave your house. Some of you leave your house. You don't care about how you look. You don't care about how you smell. You don't even care. You just go out the house looking rough and looking like you need to go back in your house and put yourself together. But you don't care. You just say, oh, I don't care. I'm just going to the store. I'm just going to the I'm just going there. I'm just going here. Looking like trash. Everything counts. You don't know who you're going to meet. You don't know who's going to see you. You don't know who you're going to see. You don't know what opportunity might present himself, but you're looking like trash. Does that make sense? Write it again. Everything counts. Everything that you do or don't do counts. Okay. (sighs) 
They say life itself is a marathon. I believe that. It's a long race. And as a type of race, this is not a 100 meter dash. This is not a 30 meter dash. This is a marathon. Life is meant to be enjoyed. Like even the progression of life, even the struggle, the adversity, the pain, the problems, the challenges, they're meant to be enjoyed. Does that make sense? See, no one taught me that when I was a little boy. No one told me that failure and pain should be enjoyed. Most of you, when you feel pain and failure and heartbreak, you just cry, whine, bitch, complain, complain to others, complain to yourself, berate yourself. But no, the the sheer journey of becoming a person that you so desperately want to be is the most enjoyable process of the journey. Okay? That's what I learned when people say, well, Wesley, what did you learn most about your journey to millions of dollars? Well, what I learned most was, or the most important lesson, that the pleasure was in the journey. Okay? Write that down, please. The pleasure is in the journey. Because you know something? You know, listen, once I make a million dollars, okay, I can buy this, I can buy this, I can buy this, I can buy this. But you know, sometimes I do miss the journey. Sometimes I do miss thinking and working and thinking outside the box and being an outlier. I miss... Traveling and going to seminars, meeting people, going to different opportunities, listening to this person, going to this millionaire's house, understanding deeply my subject matter and trying to understand the niche. And I, I mean, sometimes I miss that stuff. Sometimes I miss going to the Rolls Royce dealership every night, looking at the car of my dreams, sitting in the back of the car. Sometimes I miss going into those gated communities, sitting in the houses that I wanted me and my family to live in. Sometimes I miss going to the high rises and touring the penthouses, even though I couldn't afford it, didn't know how I was going to come up with the money. But I just miss just doing those things, okay? Listen. Your pleasure is in the journey. And I know it's going to be hard for you to swallow that because, you know, you think that the pleasure is going to be, you know, once you make the money or once you get the husband, get the wife, get the body, whatever. And you won't know until you actually achieve it. But the very few people on this rant tonight that understand or agrees that the pleasure is in the journey well those folks will tend to succeed faster than most folks because a lot of you you waiting for the success like you're waiting for the tangible things to show up in your life before you make the decision to be excited happy grateful 
and enthusiastic about your life experience. Almost all of you just waiting. Almost all of you can think of why you're discontent with your life. Almost all of you can think about, well, you know, this is not going well. Well, you know what? I'm getting older. I'm not married yet. Some men think, oh, you know, I'm in my 30s and 40s. I'm not rich yet. <clears throat> Some of your teenagers, well, I don't know what I want to do yet. I don't know what my purpose is. I don't know what type of business I need to start. What I want you to realize is that it's very simple and very easy to think about what's not going well in life, okay? It's almost habitual. I mean, it's easy to wake up in the morning and say, well, you know, my credit's not good. Well, you know, my job, I can't stand my job. Uh, I can't stand my boss. Uh, I, should be, I should have my own business. I'm tired of working for people. Uh, I don't make enough money on my paycheck. I'm tired of still, I'm, I'm, I'm tired of living month to month. Uh, I don't want this car. This car's old. Uh, I don't like my apartment anymore. I'm on the fourth floor and I want to be on the 15th floor. Uh, you know, women like, oh, I don't like this kind of makeup. Uh, my boobs are not big enough. My butt not big enough. You know what? My lips, they too small. My cheekbones, you know what? I need to get Botox. <laughs> you see how we constantly, consistently consume ourselves on why we're not enough? Right? On why we are. We continually, consistently just think about why something is wrong with us. Right? And my question to you is, when do we make a decision to think about what is going well? Or what would we like to go well in our life? Like, what are some of the things you want to experience? What are some of the things that you want to have? What are some of the things that you want to be a part of your life? Like, when do we make a decision to think about those things more? Okay. Hey, I love you, by the way. And I'm proud of all of you because you're here. And I know you're learning. I know you're trying. I know you're not giving up. I know you still have the hope. How many of you are keeping the hope? How many of you are keeping the faith that you are becoming the man or the woman that you know you should be? How many of you are keeping the faith that even though sometimes and some days you're not able to see this person, you're not able to see the how and how is my life going to transform? But you still have the faith and you believe in that invisible image. And even though nobody can see it, your mom can't see it, your daddy can't see it. Sometimes your uncle, your aunt, sister, sometimes the people close to you can't even see the dream that is so vivid in your mind. But still, you have faith enough faith to continue to persevere to continue to fight to continue to believe you know one scripture in the bible it says that if a man or a woman 
has faith. Small as a must a mustard seed of faith. A mustard seed. This is in the Bible, ladies and gentlemen. If you're a believer. A mustard seed of faith. That he or she can move mountains. Mountains. And I know some of you, when you think about your problems, you say, man, I have a big problem. That's a mountain, is it not? Some of you say, man, I got a big issue. Well, I don't know how I'm going to turn this around. But in the Bible, it did say that all you need is a mustard seed. You know how small a mustard seed is? It's extremely small. <laughs> we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna, um, assume that a mustard seed is extremely small. Just a mustard seed, you can move mountains. Which means that you don't need much faith to be able to turn your life around. To be able to go from zero to one day to make millions. To one day to leave your little trashy apartment and move into a penthouse. Or to move out your neighborhood and move to the suburban neighborhoods. Or to get yourself out of this toxic relationship and find you a man or woman that you were destined to be with. To look at your body even though you're fat, overweight, sluggish, lethargic. But to transform, to have energy, to be fit. Of power and energy, okay, confident. But I want you to realize that that's possible, okay. I want everybody to come at the word "is possible." Come at those words, please. It's possible. If it was possible for me, why not you? I'm no better than you. I dropped out of college. I did very badly in high school. Got U's, P's, D's, F's, and C's. I got kicked out of the army. I've had several repossessions. I've been to jail a few times. I've been counted out. I've been teased, talked about, berated. Embarrassed. But yet, I filed bankruptcy at one time. I've had an eviction at one time. I slept in my car as a grown man. And I'm laying here in my comfortable, relaxed, Tempur-Pedic $10,000 bed. I'm looking at this gorgeous view outside my window right now. Looking at Houston, Texas. Surrounded by Versace wallpaper. I got eight vehicles to choose from. I got a shelf that prepares my meals. I got a house manager and a maid that take care of my home and my finances. It's possible. Okay? 
If it was possible for me, why couldn't it be possible for you? I didn't have any formal education. I didn't have a mentor. I grew up in the hood. Sunnyside, MLK, for all my Houstonians. What are you talking about? Cullen, Almeida Janot, 288, baby. Dead end. Pearl, not Pearl Holmes. Yeah, Pearl Holmes. Law Middle School, Sterling, Worthing. Hello? I grew up in the hood. Okay? Totally different mentality over there. Liquor store everywhere. We didn't have banks in the hood. Because people in the hood, they don't go to banks. <laughs> but look at me now. Okay? I want to encourage you and educate you that it's possible for you. It doesn't matter where you live. It doesn't matter who your daddy, who your mama was, or if your mama and your daddy was not in your life. It doesn't matter your age. It doesn't matter your weakness, your handicap, or your debilitation. All that matters it's what's going on in that mind of yours. That's it. All that matters is what you decide to expect from your world. We all live in the same world. We all live in the same universe. Okay, We all live in the same place, man. But the difference is we all perceive it differently. That's what makes us unique. We all have individual perceptions about our world. And I just choose to have a positive one. I choose to define what things mean to me. I define, I, I, I choose to label when things happen to me. I choose how I'm going to feel about the issue, the problem, the chaos, the adversity, the challenge. The issue. I choose. No one chooses for me. Okay? I want you to write this down below and I'm going to ask you any questions here. It's possible. Write that down, please. It's possible and it's necessary. Write it down, please. Young lady, young man, write it down. I don't care how young you are. I don't care how old you are. It's possible and it's necessary. What do you mean by it's necessary? It's necessary for you to be wealthy. It's necessary for you to be healthy. It's necessary for you to be a loving individual. It's necessary for you to make a massive contribution to the world. You were not put on this planet to do nothing. You were not put on this planet to do nothing to be lazy, to be disappointed all the time, to be depressed, to have anxiety. You was not put on this planet to do nothing. You were put here to do something great, something admirable, something perfect, 
something life-changing. And it's up to you to figure out what that is. If you got value here tonight, come with the word value. I want to open up the platform here and answer any questions that you may have for me. Understand I charge a ton of money to have meetings and um, consultations with me. And I do this pro bono for free because in each and every one of you is a Wesley virgin. In all of you. Young, young lady, it's a Wesley virgin inside of you right now. Young man, it's a Wesley virgin inside of you as well. I've been there. Tough life. Didn't know what I was going to do. Trying to figure out what I, I was supposed to do to be able to live the life that I wanted to live. I've been in trouble. I've been sick. I've been down. So I want you to know there, that's a Wesley virgin in all of you. And I'm speaking to that Wesley virgin inside of you. Because that Wesley virgin that's inside of you has power. Sometimes we forget. And the only reason why we forget is because we are surrounded by people who feel they are powerless. Okay? When you're around people who feel they are powerless, then you tend to feel powerless as well. And sometimes you forget the power that you possess because you're around so many powerless people. Energy suckers. People that bad shit always happen to. People that continue to complain and bitch about everything in their life. But I want you to know something here from the top of my heart that you're powerful. You're even powerful when you're stuck. You're powerful when you feel broken. You're powerful when you feel that you're in a dark spot. You're powerful when you're depressed. You're powerful when you're disturbed. You're powerful when you're sitting in pain right now. You're still powerful. And I want you to begin to utilize your power to pull yourself out of your situation and land in your land of paradise. I want you to be introduced to your freedom. I'm free. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm free. And I want you to understand to be free in the physical world, you must first be free in the spiritual world, in the mind. Any questions for me, please? Okay. Wesley, I'm 18. I'm not skipping college to get wealthy instead. Do you believe in me? Yes. And I don't even know you. Uh, thank you so much, Wesley. I am always inspired by your rants. Really feel you were talking to me only. I am a mother of four from the UK. Trying to make money and succeed in life. Really appreciate you. I love you. I love you as well. Don't give up. And to all my mothers. How many mothers do I have on here? How many single mothers? I'm just curious. 
Let me know how many mothers are on here tonight. How many mothers, single mothers, you know, specifically here. Listen, I want to say something to you. Don't stop. Okay? Don't stop. I know it's hard. I know. I know that fool or that idiot is not paying your child support. I know that fool or that idiot is not taking care of his babies and not paying you any money and not even visiting the children. But don't you stop. And if you can't do it for yourself, do it for them. Let your children create that ambition or that power within you to push forward. Yeah, you may hear many no's. People may reject you. They may tell you this is not possible. They may tell you no. But still, I want you to continue to go. Why? Because what you're seeking, young lady, listen, whatever you're seeking is seeking you. Whatever you're seeking, young lady, it could be money, finances, opportunities, a better life for you and your children. Whatever you're seeking is seeking you. Don't stop seeking. Every day you get up in the morning, I want you to expect great things to happen in your life. I want you to expect great things to happen in your children's life. Every single morning. I don't care how the day goes. I don't care what you got to do. I don't care what is urgent. Every day, starting right now, when you wake up, I want you to expect great. I want you to be grateful that things are happening in your favor. I want you to begin to be grateful that the money is flowing. Be grateful that opportunities are flowing for you and your children. I want you to be grateful that you're moving into a better neighborhood. I want you to be grateful that you're driving a better car. I want you to be grateful that your children are in greater schools. Be grateful that you're traveling around the world. Grateful that you have more than enough money and you are living the abundant life that you and your children deserve to have. Please receive that. Come with the word I receive, please. Okay. I receive that, please. For all my single women out there. Single mothers, actually. Not single women. I got another message for the single women, but we're not going to talk about that tonight. How old were you when you had your first kid? Let's think. Uh, you guys want to know my age. Huh? I think I was like 24, maybe. Weston, how did how do I know I am creating progress if I can't see anything in my physical world? Or remember, you must first see the progress in the mind first. Listen, before I created my million dollar company here, I saw the company, I saw the success in my mind for two years. For two years, I was living the life. In my spirit world, which is my mind, for two years. 
So I didn't know the difference. Share your age. Come on, King West. Of course, I'm 24. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm 21 years old, folks. Forever. <laughs> Let's go, baby. Let's get it. Next question for me. Talk to me. <clears throat> Let me see here. Questions. Questions for me, please. I am 45 days from a major business lunch. I could have never gotten here without listening to you. I love you, my brother. Hopefully I will have a chance to thank you in person one day. You will. And I'm so proud of you, Astro Fit International. And I want to put blessings on your business, man. I want to put blessings and success in your business that it's going to go well. And I want you to expect it to go well. And at the same time, you have the expectation that it will go well. I want you still to navigate the barriers and navigate the adversities and the issues and the problems like a boss. You hear me? No bitching, no crying, no whining. When things happen, you take care of that shit. That's what a boss does. CEO don't have time to cry and whine about why shit didn't happen the way he wanted or why she wanted it to happen. Okay? Let the employees cry. <laughs> Let the people that have jobs cry. Not the boss. What's next? Uh... Let me see. What million dollar version mean? What do you mean? What does it mean? How do you find your purpose in life? You have to decide what it is. I believe that your purpose is something that you have to decide what it is. You think about it. So, you know, what do I want to do? I believe everybody's purpose, once they discover what it is, it's making some contribution to the world. How did you know? Meditation? How do I know what? First time trying Coke? What? I don't do drugs. So it's one thing about me as well, folks. I don't do drugs. I don't drink. Because it's a waste of time. And it's just stupid. It's just dumb. It's not smart. It's very unintelligible. Smoking weed? Dumb. Smoking cigarettes? Stupid. Drinking... It's dumb. It's dumb. Okay. It doesn't do anything that's like from a scientific standpoint, right? From a neurology standpoint, it does nothing for you in a positive way. They have a video on TikTok that I watch and it was these cardiovascular doctors. They were cardiologists, 10 of them. And they asked all 10 and said, hey, what's the worst thing? That you should never, or one thing that you would never do being a cardiologist or knowing what you know, what, what you would never do. You know what they said? It was two things that I heard smoking and drinking. They said smoking and drinking is two of the worst things that you can do to your body and to your heart. <laughs> okay? I thought you should know that. But you're going to do what you want to do anyway, right? Of course. You're very welcome, Edifines. How are you? Any more questions for me here? S -s 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 
Any more questions here? Okay. I was listening to you in 2020 in my living room. Last week, I was listening to you from Greece. And today, I'm listening to you from Turkey. Oh, praise it to the Most High. God is the greatest. My wife still posted. Wow. Wow. I love it, Mr. Enjoy Life Now. You saw that? You hear that, young man? He was listening to me in 2020 in his living room. And last week he was in Greece and now he in Turkey. All praises to the most high God is the greatest. How did you see it in your mind for two years? Was it meditation? No, listen, you're always picturing things in your mind, ladies and gentlemen. Always. Like even right now, you're thinking about what you got to do tomorrow. Even right now, you're thinking about if you got to go to school, got to work tomorrow. It's a picture in your mind. You can see how your employees look. You know how the building look. You know how... Your computer looks, you know how your restaurant looks, right? So I just chose to repeat and think about what I wanted. And it just takes practice, right? And of course, I meditated, but I got to the point that it was just so imprinted in my mind. That's all I would think about. So even though I was driving a 1988 Honda Accord, I, I thought I was driving the G-Wagon. I know that sounds insane to you, but it's the truth. What's your size shirt and pants? I'm a medium. <laughs> medium. I'm a medium, thirty-four in pant sides. But I, you know, I wear. I like shirts that are stretchy, though. You know, fit it to my body. Wesley, why are you? Why you ain't? Ain't is not a word, my man. On Facebook, I am on Facebook. I have a private account. No one knows about it, though. Because I got kicked off so many times. When I meditate, I see more than I can see with my eyes wide open. Smart. Okay, good. Donna will continue to do that. Eventually, you will be able to see it even when your eyes open. Repetition is the mother of skill. Did you write down your why for two years? No. I wrote down my dreams and my goals. I already knew what the why was. How do I increase my vocabulary the way I talk in a professional way? Very easy. I'm glad you asked that question here. I get that every night here. So how many of you, let me do a poll here. How many of you would like to learn how to communicate better? Okay. And um, how many of you think that I speak in a very professional way? <laughs> By the way, I have different dialects, right? I can, I can navigate different tonalities and voice inflections and cadence depending on who I'm speaking to. Like my daughter, she doesn't like when I talk like this. Like when I'm talking like this to her, she hates it. She said, Wes, she says, Dad, I'm not one of your followers <laughs> to give me the daddy talk. And I was like, okay, I don't, I don't know what that is. I guess, I guess it's this talk, right? Because I usually talk with a smile on my face all the time, right? So, but um, let me help you out, okay? 
Because it's quite simple, by the way. It's not that difficult to talk well. And in all transparency, I haven't always spoken this way. And I, and I haven't always spoken this well. Okay? It was a time that even Wesley Virgin couldn't speak well. And my issue was I didn't know, well, I didn't have more words a part of my vocabulary. Okay? Like more words. And two, I didn't know how to put words together in a way that it made sense. Like I would talk like years, several decades ago, I would speak, but I would always change the subject because I didn't know how to navigate a topic. Like I'll be talking about one topic. You ever met a person that's talking about one topic? And then five minutes later, they're talking about something else. And then they're talking about something else, something else, right? So I didn't know how to just stay focused on one topic. And then I had another issue, which was I spoke too quickly, okay? Speaking fast is okay, but you have to learn when to slow down, okay? Especially if you're trying to influence people, or if you really want to speak deeply to a person and you want them to listen to everything that you have to say. Okay? So let me have you out. One. Um, one. One. In your car. How many of you have a car, a vehicle? Okay? What I want you to do for the next 90 days, instead of listening to Drake and Beyonce and Young Boy NBA... I would like you to listen to words, okay? You can go on YouTube. You can type in learn new words, okay? And every day when you're driving to work, that's what you listen to. Now listen, in the beginning when you start to do this, you don't have to consciously try to remember all these words because you're not. Like you're like, oh, let me remember all these words. No, 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 no. Just listen, okay? Listen just like when you listen to Drake and when you go to the club, you're able to repeat his verses verbatim, right? You never really tried to learn it, right? It just happened because of the repetition and the frequency behind the words. So all I want you to do is just listen over and over and over again. It's very cardinal for you to do that. Why? Because repetition is the mother of skill. Anytime you listen or hear something over and over again, eventually your unconscious mind will receive this information and you'll start inculcating and adding these words to your daily conversation, okay? So that's one. Isn't it imperative we know the meaning of the words? Of course. So when you listen to the YouTube videos, obviously they're going to tell you the word, they're going to give you the definition of the word, and they're going to use the word in a sentence. They all do it, okay? They're not just going to tell you the word and not tell you what it means, right? That defeats the purpose of learning new words. So they're going to give you the, de the definition and they're going to use it in a sentence. You just listen to it, you know? Like I said, don't try so hard 
This is what I tell people when they listen to and go through my course. Don't try to remember everything and say, oh, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. No, just listen. Just be in a relaxed state. When people are typically driving, they're in a relaxed state. And they're just driving. And just listen to the words every day for 90 days. Okay? That's one. Two, you need to listen to great communicators. Okay? Because what you need to learn is cadence, tonality, and voice inflection. For me, just to teach you that right now, it's going to be ineffective. For you to speak better, say if you want to speak more like I do. Well, just listen to me. For 90 days, okay? If you listen to me for 90 days... I promise you, dollars to donuts, you will start speaking the way that I do. Okay? You will. You'll be clear with your words. And not only will you know how to express yourself, you will learn how to be very influential in conversations. People will almost be like they're in a trance with you. Okay? So listen to great communicators. There's several of them on the internet. I mean, come on. TED Talks, right? Three, you have to separate from Pookie and Ray Ray. We know who Pookie and Ray Ray is, don't we? How many of you know who Pookie and Ray Ray is? That's your friends. Pookie, Ray Ray, gotta go. Because however you speak right now, Okay, the way that you use words, the way that you pronounce words, enunciate your words. Okay, well, you adopted that from your friends. Whoever you're hanging around, maybe your mama, your dada, your grandfather, I don't know, right? So Pookie and Ray Ray are the people that are close to you that you spend most of your time with. Because the way that you speak is assimilated from your environment, right? Parents, if you speak in a very ghetto manner, well, because you're around a lot of ghetto people, I mean, <laughs> right? If you're the person like, I know, yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. I know what you mean. Yeah, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Ain't that? Ain't that ain't that's uh what you got to do? Ain't that? <laughs> well, you speak that way because you're around people that speak that way as well. Okay? So if you want to change that, you have to tell Pookie and Ray Ray, they're metaphors, okay? Maybe your friend is not Pookie and Ray Ray, but you know what I'm talking about. You got to Remove yourself from these people, okay? For a while, six months. <clears throat> right? Because <clears throat> you have the tendency to want to speak that way again with them because it's natural for you and it's very familiar. Okay? Does that make sense, everyone? I have lived in 13 states. I guess I'm pretty messed up. No, Donna. Come on. It doesn't. Listen. It only takes about 90 days. 
if you get very immersed, like if you would just listen to great speakers every single day and stop hanging around Pookie and Ray Ray, like your friends, or if you have friends that do speak well in a very intelligent manner or more professional, okay, then get around these people. But I give you a trick. I give you a tip, okay, to get you started here. Something that you don't know, but you should know when it comes to the art of communicating. Listen up, open your ears, okay? When you speak, learn to slow down, okay? Learn to slow down. You don't have to talk fast. As a matter of fact, when you're speaking to a person, and if you're talking too fast, people won't know exactly what you're trying to tell them. They'll nod their head because they don't want to look stupid, right? They don't want to look like they're not paying attention to you. But they don't understand because you're talking too fast, right? The brain itself cannot process language that quickly. That's the reason why when you're writing... And thoughts are in your brain, in your writing, or you're typing on a computer. Okay? You miss and you make mistakes because in your mind, you know, the words or the thoughts are coming so quickly and you're trying to write it down and you're making mistakes because your mind is, is, it has all these thoughts and it wants to get all these thoughts on the paper quickly. But when you slow down, just try it. You can try it right now. You can say, Wesley Virgin, you are amazing. Try it. Wesley Virgin, you are amazing. See how easy that was? Okay. Another issue with people... They believe that if they talk too slow, it means that they're incompetent. No, 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 no. It does not mean that. Okay? Slow down the cadence. See what I'm doing here? I'm doing it right now. Slow down the cadence when you're speaking. Check this out. If I say, hey, you're amazing. But if I say, hey, you are amazing. I'm going to give you another tip. You like that tip? I'll give you another one. <clears throat> I give this to the men. Whenever you want to get intimate with a woman or you want to talk to a woman's soul deeply, bring your voice like this. Say, hey, listen. I love you. I care about you. Okay? And I only have eyes for you. And I'm here for you. Does that make sense to you? See what I'm doing here? <laughs> it works with men too, right? But you see how I change my tonality to a downward tone? Because the downward tone, listen, it influenced these unconscious mind. So that's why if I say, hey, you know what? I love you. I love you. I love all of you. But if I say, hey, listen, I love you. I do. Deeply. 
I love everything about you. See what I did there? The second one, even women right now, like, oh my God, he loves me. Right? It's very powerful because it's speaking to the unconscious part of the brain. All right? And then, you know, women like, it's not just women, people like this voice. It's not just, women do love it. Women love this voice. You know, they love it. The reason why women love this voice because it sparks and it triggers the emotional centers of the brain, the limbic system. It's all science, man. And remember, women are very emotional people. So when you speak to them like this, right, they get triggered and they start to feel every word that you're speaking to them. And they tend to get very close to you, even though you're not near them. But then you have a very deep connection with them that they want to listen to every word that you have to say to the very end. Get it? That makes sense? I mean, you can just ask the women in the comments below. Women, did you love that voice? Did you love that tonality? You love it, don't you? You can listen to it all night, correct? Yeah. Like, so, men, you can do this. And, but like I said, women, you can do this too, to your, to your husband, to your partner, you know. And another, another little secret tip here, when you speak like that, it's very influential, okay? Yeah, it's very. <laughs> I could tell you guys something I used to do. I guess I'll tell you. This happened a long time ago. I was with this girl. Like, we've never had sex. We've never been intimate before. And I was like, hey, we can lay in this bed and we're not going to make love tonight. Okay? I'm not going to make love to you at all. See what I'm doing there? I mean, it's powerful. I mean, it's very powerful because I'm saying I don't want, and, but I'm using the voice. The voice is hypnotic, by the way. And the voice will put the person that you're speaking to in a, an immediate trance. This works with anything. Even when I want something, like, from anybody. Like, if I want something, <laughs> I do it all the time. Say if I want something, I'm, I'm at the bank, and they don't want to do something. Say, hey, listen, I know you can't do it, but I want to ask you if you really can do this for me, because I really need it. Okay, and I think you're the only person who can do it for me. And I really appreciate that. If you can do that for me. <laughs> it don't work all the time, but it'll work a lot. I'm telling you, man. There's so many tricks, man. There's so many tips. It's insane. <laughs> I'm a master at this stuff, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, I've studied this information and persuasion and influence for years, so... It's so many things that can be done to get your way, okay? All right, any more questions for me here? Did you have a good time? I feel that everybody had a good time tonight here. Yeah, see, look at that. Everybody loves that voice. Yeah. Man, it's important to have a great speaking voice. I haven't always had a great speaking voice. I learned, this is all learned behavior. Like, this is all learned, okay? Learned. If you learn how to speak this way, man, I mean, it's not that many women you can't have, man, I'm telling you. Not that many. You don't want to have an annoying voice. But this works for you in negotiating. Like, if you need to negotiate a deal, say, hey, listen, this is what I want to do for you. 
Okay, we're going to do this. I'm going to give you this because that's going to make you and your company happy. In turn, we're going to do this for you, which is going to allow us to work together as a team. That's what's important, correct? I mean, I'm, I'm using other techniques too, but I would use that voice. I, I used to do this. I used to use this voice in interviews all the time, all the time. You know how I always get a job? Like if you, if you guys are still in the workforce, if you want to always get the job, that's what you do. You just slow down. You pause, man. That's all you have to do. I have to ask you, hey, do you have any questions for us? Absolutely, Bill. Bill, what is one problem that you guys are experiencing right now that you need solved immediately. Just say if you brought me in tomorrow, okay? What is the one problem that you'll need me to tackle tomorrow morning once you, once I get started? See what I did that? I did two things. I changed my tonality and I did what's called future pacing. I said, once you hire me, I mean, I could always get this. It was just so easy. I don't know, man. It was just like child's play, man. I could get any job at any given time. It was just so easy. It was just, and it works all the time. You don't have to be smart. It's just the tonality, man. Just slow down. When people ask you, well, tell me a little bit about yourself. Well, um, I'm Wesley Virgin. I worked as a computer engineer for 10 years. I did some work for Marathon. I also flew overseas, and I was the IT regional manager for Afghanistan. See how I did that? It just sounds good. Just do it. I tell, it works like a charm. Like when you're at an interview, I'm just giving you guys some tips here because you may need it. When you're at an interview, just slow down and just speak the syllables out. Okay? You know, what do you say? Well, I worked at McDonald's for two years and after those two years I discovered that I needed to do something different. I was sick and tired of flipping burgers. And now with you at Wendy's, I know I can shine. <laughs> right? But I mean, but it's powerful. I mean, I'm telling you, it works very well. Okay. You will always get the job. Because um, you know, many people unfortunately when they had a job interview, they just so lost in the sauce. They don't know what to say, how to say. They're so nervous, and then they tend to talk too fast. Just slow down. Relax. Be nonchalant like me. Like, no, you got the job. You know, you just know. I just knew every time I was just interview. I said, well, you know, listen here, listen here. You know, I say stuff like that. I'm like, listen here. Hey, Bill. We know based off my resume that I'm the man for the job. That's a no-brainer. But the question is this. What do you need to hear? See how long I pause? It's powerful. It's like, but the question is this. It's like, oh my God, this guy is amazing. Right? It's like, what is he gonna say to me? People love people like that, by the way. Okay. Next question for me, please. Thanks for the advice, Wes. Of course. Hey, I got look. Hey, hey, hey. Listen, hey, I got love for you. Why you think I'm giving you all this, all these jewels? Because I want you to win. There's so many different components of life that you need to perfect to be able to win in life. And the number one is communication. 
That's what I teach my children. I tell them, I say, hey, the number one thing that you need to do and perfect and master in life is the ability to communicate well. That's it. That's it. I'm telling you, if you are a great talker, game over. Game over. Okay. Hey, Wesley, I have an idea for a patent that I spend a lot of money on and I'm in a state where I can't hold it in my mind for fear that it won't work. What do you suggest? You can't hold what in your mind? The vision? You're in a state. What does the state have to do with you holding it in your mind? If you got love for me, put me on a date. Well, you got to ask me nicely. Listen, listen, ladies, if you want to date me, you got to ask me nicely, okay? That's all I ask for. You know, you must be submissive and nurturing as well and agreeable. But you got to ask me nicely if you want to take me on a date, okay? What's next here? Are, are you getting value, ladies and gentlemen, here? If you're getting value, hit the love button a few times so I can see it if you don't mind. Hello from Germany. How are you? Good morning. How are you? How do you feel? Uh, I am potato seller. How can I be a millionaire? You sell potatoes. So explain to me the business. How do we act nicely? You don't know how to act nicely? Well, listen, if you want to ask Wesley Virgin out on the date, you say, Wesley, Wesley Virgin, I would like to take you out on a date. As a matter of fact, I want to take us out. As a matter of fact, I'll pick you up at 7 o'clock, Mr. Virgin. Dress casual. <laughs> ah. Wes, I was not asking, child. What's a child? A chili? Chili? Wes, you should go back on The Bachelor show. You should go on the back. Nah. I don't have time dating several women at one time. Yep, listen. If I date several women at one time, it definitely can't be on the show. There's just too much pressure, man. I want to do it when I want to do it, when I feel like it. Right? And then what if I end up really liking somebody? That's a problem. I don't have time for that. That's an emotional whirlwind. I'll fly from Chicago to take you out. Thank you. Thank you, sad, sad, sad queen. Okay. Who comes on a rent just to ask for a date? Sheesh. Hey, I just want to experience something new. Like, I hate it here. Why do you hate it there, Slim, slim Bands? Where do you live? Instead of hating where you are, you should appreciate it. Because maybe it's not because where you are, it's just your perception. Because I'm pretty sure somebody where you are right now is doing well. Caroline, wait, Wes. I want to ask, how can I become wealthy by working smart? 
Well, first, you need to determine what you really want. Okay? Relationships are a full-time job. No thanks. <laughs> Wes, how did you meet Cardi B? Um, Cardi B? I have a phone number. I'm going to call her right now. Cardi! Let me see. Love a lot. No worries, Wes. I'm too old, too fat, and too girly as ex-athlete and body bulkier. What? I didn't get it. I'm sorry. I will fly from Mississippi. My father is from Mississippi. I'm doing well. I just want, I just want romance. Okay, you want a man, huh? You want a man. Hmm. Women, I can teach you how to get the man in your dreams, but you won't listen. That's the problem. <laughs> they met on AI. <laughs> when are you coming to Africa? When are you going to are you going to invite me, Caroline? Invite me. Listen, when somebody finally invites me to their city or their state or their country, I will come. I'm actually going to the Dominican Republic next month for like seven days. And my best friend, we're going, we need to have a a boy's trip, you know. And a boy's trip, it's not debauchery, folks. It's like we're going to this private golf club, you know. Typically, only celebrities go to this place. It's really nice. And we're just going to golf talk and get some work done, businesses. We're starting some companies and things of that sort. And I just need to disconnect for a while. I need massages every second of my day and good food. And I need the beach. Some beaches. All right. And ride around in a golf cart all day. I'm inviting you to Nigeria. Where's my plane ticket at, my guy? And I only fly first class. Next question here. Any questions for me, folks, before I let you go? Any questions for me? Did you get value here, folks? I'm always trying to provide. I always want to provide value. All right? Because I love you. I really appreciate all of you um, choosing me to be your virtual millionaire mentor here. And I would do this forever. I don't care how big and how famous I become. Because I'm going to become very famous. I'm just letting you know. I'm going to be an ultra-famous young man. I mean, insanely famous. Um, but I'm still going to do these rants. I will have millions of people on the rant. But... I'm still going to do it because this is what I like to do. Okay. You don't answer DMs. I wish I could. I can't answer everybody's DM. I'll never get work done. How do we get the man of our dreams? Maybe we'll talk about that tomorrow, women. Remind me. But women, if I talk about relationships and how to get men... You can't be so emotional. You got to learn how to be a bit objective and have an open mind, which means is if you feel a certain way about what I say, because obviously I'm a man, so I know, and I'm a wealthy man. I'm a good-looking wealthy man. I'm a good-looking wealthy man that can communicate well, and I'm a good-looking man. I'm a good-looking wealthy man that communicate well, that has a sense of emotional intelligence. So obviously I know, right? I am the... Actually, I'm not even a 1%. I'm a 0.01%. You're not going to find a man like me. It's going to be very difficult, honestly. Okay? So, if I talk about that subject matter, 
Have an open mind. Shut your mouth and listen. Okay? All right, what's the next here? No more questions here. What was the biggest thing that pushed you to achieve your goals? My children, DeAsia, Denaya, and David. What's the fastest way to change your job, house, your life situation? Choose to mentally. Choose. Start speaking what you want. Okay? You're wonderful. Thank you for all your information. Thank you so much, Donna. You're wonderful as well. I texted a number in the script a couple of times to get info for the done for you, but no one contacted me yet. No, don't worry. They're going to reach out to you. We're very busy these days. And by the way, everybody that bought the genie script today, much love to you. Thank you. I love you so much. Thank you for trusting me. And thank you for appointing me to be your mentor here. And uh, I know some of you got texts. And if you can get a response back, it's two reasons. It's we're, we're very busy. Or two, you're just too late. We don't have a lot of spots for certain programs that we do. We try to take just a few people to ensure that they get the results that they want. So if you don't get a text, just wait for the next one. Hopefully, if we have a spot open up for you, okay? What's the best way to read the script? To read the script? What do you mean? To read it? Just read. I mean, how do you read words? Just just read. Um, Carlita. It's no magic way. It's no ma- You know, I, I get it. You know, I, I know many of you just think it's just some magical way to do things. Just... You know, the simple or the simplistic things in life done repetitively causes some of the greatest things that you see that is taking place on the planet here. Okay. All right, folks, I'm going to go ahead and let you go here. Uh, Thank you so much for joining me here tonight. And thank you for sharing this out as well. And remember, I do have a podcast you go to google.com, type in Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin Podcast, and I'm on Spotify, Apple Apple Podcasts. You can listen to me from your phone in the morning, um, at the gym, on the toilet, cooking some food, working out. People listen to my podcast all over, all over the world on a daily basis here. And I invite you to do it as well, especially if you're serious about reconditioning your mind and your mentality to be able to change your beliefs. Your beliefs are changing now. And the more you listen to the information, the podcast itself, then you will find yourself taking different action. Different action will start to reap different results as well. So thank you for that. And if you want access to the Genie Script, just go to saythescript.com or howtomanifestnow.com or just go to my Instagram account at Wesley Million Dollar Virgin. In the bio, there's a link, and you'll be able to download the script. It's only $37, and you'll get access to my community where I can coach you, be with you, and you'll be a part of a phenomenal community that is all about positivity, and we're all about results. So much love. This is Wesley, Billion Dollar Virgin, and let's go.